This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the Pixie Dust Podcast. Wow, what a difference some time can make. And we are recording this now, and we will upload it shortly. And in that amount of time... We could have the whole world will change. Everything will change, and then maybe it'll change back again. And by the time you download this, it's it's hmm. it's absolutely unbelievable. So, this is the Main Street Cred version of the Pixie Dust podcast. Tony Colombo, my co-host here, and there's no way that you could do a podcast right now about Disney World and not just talk about coronavirus. No, COVID nineteen. No, because we are in unprecedented times. Uh, I mean, I know that Disney World has closed before. But it's never closed for uh, – this is a very unique situation. Yeah, not like this. It, yeah, not like this. And certainly not as part of a global reaction. Uh, you know, like people that have gone through business closings in the past have individual stories about why this or that's, that had to shut down. This is everything everywhere is shutting down. So it's a very, very unique situation, and it's affecting a whole lot of people. I think that the number one, well, so there is preparation and then there's panic. And I think those are two extremely different things, and I think it's important that we address them uh, as such. The precautionary measures, again, depending on when you are listening to this broadcast, the precautionary measures that are being taken now, we don't know how much it's going to, yes, we've heard this term a million times, flatten the curve to make sure that the hospitals are not overwhelmed with infections, uh, infected people, uh, to, to make sure that we are able to brace ourselves sufficiently in our medical system to handle this. And I think it's important to remember that at this point in time, in some places in China, they're starting to get a little bit back to whatever normal is now. Mm-hmm. And Disney shut stuff down in, in Asia. They yeah. they did that already there. They're following suit here. So as unprecedented as it is to do this specifically at Disney World or Disneyland in California, it isn't unprecedented in that Disney did this for other places that were first hit by the coronavirus and things are starting to get a little bit back to normal. Yeah. I, I understand that is it in in Hong Kong or South Shanghai Korea or also. China and South Korea have both turned the corner. Well, specifically with Disney Disney properties. Oh, okay. I was going to say I, I've read that they are going to admit people by taking a temperature scan. Oh, like there you, go. you think the fingerprint doubled the amount of time that you had to stand in line. Now you're going to be, but this is, is it better to be admitting people back in that are healthy and getting things back to normal? 
and taking a little bit of time. Yeah, just like, you know, post 9-11, our security system changed. We mm-hmm. we spend more time in the airport. You don't, I remember going in, my grandma uh, is from Australia, and I remember when she would take long trips and go spend a few months in Australia for the summer or whatever it was. We'd just go sit with grandpa and wait for the plane to land and sit right there. I mean, that was a different time. Right. We're in a different I, time now. This is not a political podcast, but just because you mentioned 9-11 <laughs> big butt. there. Yeah. Yeah, big butt. And I'm not going to get into the politics. I'm just going to make a statement, and it's it's a it's it's on. There's I'm not taking a side in this statement. Um, if you want politics, find Amy's <laughs> radio show or and no. uh, check it out. Or no, um, and, <laughs> this is this is the therapy. Uh, you mentioned 9/11. Yeah. After 9/11, which was another uh, you know tragedy that affected the entire country. This mm-hmm. this is affecting the entire world, but mm-hmm. 9/11 affected the entire country, and if there was any positive that came out of 9-11, it was the couple weeks that we put all of our differences aside politically and otherwise and came together. And unfortunately, it's not happening. And that's, again, I'm not assigning blame, but it's just not, we're not, we're, we're pointing fingers instead of coming together. And that, and that to me is one of the uh, more uh, disappointing reactions to all this. You know, I will say... I will say to that point, maybe where we spend the most of our professional life, we're not seeing it. I'm seeing a lot of goodwill among. Oh, on uh, you the know, streets, I agree. Which I think is more important. Yeah, I'm talking about in the media and in you know in uh, national politics. Yeah, but no, I agree. I, on the streets, I think you're right. I think the streets are always. I well, think that's what's, what's happening on the streets is always a lot more friendly and safe and well that's what's important kumbaya than what the what the television will tell you so i had a question before we get into these uh very serious discussions about the state yeah, this of this is Disney supposed right to now. provide you some levity and, and yes. out <laughs> yes so uh, yeah. um i just want to know cuz i'm curious if if the world was in this exact it, nothing different Except that Disney World was open. Would you go? Right now? Right now. Knowing what we knew last week, that lines were... Yeah, we talked about it last like, week. Yeah, Last like, week like I said... Lines were yeah. cut in half. And so it's it's everything happening now. Schools are all closed. Businesses would, are all closed. I'd consider it. But Disney is still saying, you know what? We feel like we can handle this. We're staying open. Would you Would you consider making a... Quick <laughs> trip down there to take advantage of the short lines and less people traveling. I because honestly, I got, I, I'll answer it. You're gone. I'm uh, gone. Well, that's the thing. I don't, I, I don't know that it would gone. be less. I think if they were open, we, and it schools, was less last week. But though. I know, but schools are closed now, all yeah. over the place. I still think I people could see are not tons traveling. of people, but yeah. if but they're not traveling. Because well, in this mind, in this mind experiment, <laughs> yeah, set all it, of the parameters yes, that make in, you feel good yes, about still going in to this Disney thought. World. In this thought experiment, um, it's it's what we saw last week with lines uh, cut in half. Would you go? I don't Would know. You take your family, take your kids. I don't know if I'd take my family. Here's the thing, and I think this is this is what is oh, important: the, the difference between yeah, <laughs> see at Columbo's. Maybe you and I could go take our trip where I take you on all the roller coasters and then we there just come back go. home. All right. Um, that sounds good. I think that what the thing that warms my heart about what is taking place now is that the people who are choosing to social distance and the people who are deciding to stay at home 
that even if it even if you yourself don't feel like you are going to die from COVID-19, that there is a contingent of our society that is relying on us to stop the spread of this as much as we possibly can. And I have a 94-year-old grandma. And if I go to Disney World and I contract COVID-19 and it puts me on the shelf for a week or two weeks while I recover being 35 years old and, you know, I keep it from getting to the rest of my family or even any, uh, the kids in my family or my husband gets it, I cannot risk bringing that to my 94-year-old grandma. I also have a dear friend. We've talked about we talked about this last week uh, when we were talking about would you go or wouldn't you go. I have a dear friend who has a two-year-old who has had who had an eight-week-old open-heart surgery yeah. and has, you know, gets a bad cold and is in, in the children's hospital here in St. Louis. I, I will lay down in front of any kind of danger to try to protect him and anybody in my orbit who I won't even know because they're the people in line uh, behind me at Target or whatever, and I'm pushing buttons and then they're pushing buttons. Like, I just think... I think the conversation about social distancing needs to be emphasized that it is hyper precautionary. It is extreme. But if we are able to do this successfully for even a couple weeks, potentially, likely a little bit longer than a couple of weeks. If we get on the other end of this and not much happens, maybe it's because we were super hyper precautionary. I could definitely see people be like, we did this and nothing happened and it was blah, blah. Well, maybe that's the point. You know, and so I, I would say for me personally, I don't blame like I, I'm a member of gone. so many Facebook groups that had people posting about being at Disney World. Uh, we're recording this on a Monday. Yes. Last night was when they closed. Yeah. So they were open last night. People were posting pictures and there's a lot of sadness right now. Oh, I bet. And we're going to talk about that here in a second. Um People are posting, and then other people in the comments are like, you're a terrible human being. How could you put people? And I'm like, everybody just chill the snot out. Like, yeah. you need to just calm down, and people are going to make their own decisions. Welcome to America. We have freedoms, and we need to retain those freedoms. So if you want to go, go. Mm-hmm. If I feel like— And I have a 95-year-old grandpa, too, who yeah. is, who is very, in, in not very good health. I wouldn't— Get back from Florida and then go like and go straight to the nursing home, him. yeah, and hand him a bunch of stuff from Disney. Like, hey, sure. grandpa, but you wouldn't here's be able Mickey to ears. because they've shut that down. My my grandma right. is she lives by herself, so and and she right. will rely like while we keep telling her to take this seriously, she will be relying on us that live near her to get the cat food that she needs or sure. the milk that she needs to to make her feel like she's cared for, so that she doesn't have to go out. So. Right. Am I terrified? No, but I want to make sure that I create a safe environment for my loved ones. And in turn, all of your loved ones who are listening to this podcast right now, I want to do it for your loved ones, too. But if you want to go and you want to make that decision, you have the right to make that decision. Right. So we there are, there are, I think, a couple of, and I don't know if they plan on doing this, but I would hope that they plan on doing this at Disney World. There's a couple positive things that they could do with the parks being closed because the parks are never closed ever and like never ever ever. so you know that they're you we know that they're working on the castle and they're renovating a bunch of of uh cinderella cinderella's castle have you seen have you seen cinderella castle with the cranes and stuff up behind it Uh and they're bright orange and they it looks i saw someone said it was the spider castle because it looked like the castle had tentacles or whatever (laughs) and i i saw someone well i 
commented on a thread that I was on. I was like, get the pa- get the castle painted. And they're like, they can't make the castle get painted any faster. And I'm like, heck yeah, they can. Instead of six cranes, put up 12. While it's closed. And, and work. Yeah. Around the clock, get this right. stuff done so that you can when and, you reopen and rides and rides yes. that are that are constantly being essentially patched. I mean, you know, anybody who's been to Disney World you know, multiple times has probably experienced a ride breaking down. The People Mover, from what I understand, was having a lot of trouble. Yeah, and maybe was shut down. Or and fix you know, it. A lot of times, they, you know, they'll break down briefly and they'll get fixed right away. Or or if you've been multiple times, I'm sure you've also gone. When one of your favorite rides was closed for a couple months mm-hmm. and you missed out an opportunity to, to to go on one of your favorite rides because it was under renovation. This is an opportunity with all this time that the parks will be empty, which, as we said, never, ever happens to maybe get some of that work done. Is now, it, I don't know. Maybe they're not going to maybe they're not going to let people. I was going to say, is it irresponsible for Disney to ask people to work under these circumstances? I We're working. I mean, I no, feel I, like if it, I don't think it is, but I, that's my personal opinion. If somebody wants here, here's the thing. And I keep hearing a lot of people discuss I don't this. Think construction is going to stop across well, the country. That's not one of the, the, the I've had a lot of, of people tell me like my husband's a contractor. If everything stops, we, you know, there's, there's no like employer benefits right. to be given because my husband needs to be. In construction in order to make money for our household. So I, I could potentially see if if Disney says we want to do this construction and we need workers, like if somebody wants to sign up and work, yeah, let them work. Right. If somebody is like, I, you know, maybe they have maybe they have somebody who's compromised at home. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have an, uh, an elderly person who they need to take care of. If they don't want to work, then provide them what they need. And understand that they aren't going to come into work, but I, I, we can't screech to a halt. Right. Yeah. So there could be, some, you know, they could get some positive things done during this, but it's going to be really tough. Disney World is the largest s- single, like one location employer in the United States. It's like States. almost seventy thousand people. Yeah. Right. And yeah, it's well over sixty thousand people. Probably yeah, like you said, probably close to seventy thousand people that work there, and. I mean that in one swoop when they close Disney World and they put, you know, they 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 take work away from nearly 70,000 people. That's it's a big deal. It's also important for people to understand but they are that if you, the hotel they're keeping I've, that I've got an update on okay, that. Okay, good. Okay. I th- it, it's important for people to understand too that just that because pe- just because people work in or on Disney World property does not mean that they are employed by Disney World. There are a right, lot of sure. people who work in restaurants that are owned yeah. by other people. Yep. And so if you hear, oh, Disney World's paying all their employees for the the rest of, of yeah. March. That, doesn't mean that, that doesn't mean that if you see somebody working in Disney World that those people are going to get That's paid. Right. It's up to the people who actually employ them. So this is, this is the um, latest that I got uh, from this morning here. And it's Monday morning. This was posted, I believe, last night. And this is from DisneyFoodBlog.com, which is a website I would highly encourage you checking out. Also, the Disney Food Blog YouTube channel channel is wonderful if you're planning a disney world vacation and you're not watching disney food blog on youtube you're doing it wrong yep um it says disney world has announced that disney world owned and operated hotels will officially be closing as well so this is an operations update disney stores 
downtown Disney, Disney Springs, Walt Disney World Resort Hotels, Disney's Vero Beach Resort. In line with state and federal guidance, in an abundance of caution, and in the best interest of our guests and cast members, we are proceeding with the closure of all Disney stores in North America. Disney stores? Wow. In North America, beginning March 17th, which is Tuesday, obviously, that would be uh, St. Patrick's Day. Guests can continue to shop at shopdisney.com. Disney will also be closing all of its owned and operated locations at Downtown Disney in Anaheim and Disney Springs in Orlando beginning March 17th. So Disney Springs is shutting down. Individual tenants will make decisions on whether to continue or adjust operations. Additionally, Disney-owned and operated hotels at Walt Disney World Resort and Vero Beach Resort Mm. will close at 5 p.m. on Friday, March 20th. This will give guests the ability to make other arrangements. We will continue to monitor the situation and maintain regular contact with the appropriate officials and health experts. So that's directly from Disney. How weird would it be right now to be this this week as we're we're recording this will be the week that the parks are closed but the resorts are open? How weird would it be to be sitting there at your resort – Especially if you're one of those resorts that can, that can like, we always go to the Polynesian, so we could see the castle and we could see Eerie. Magic Kingdom. Eerie. It would, and we're used to watching the fireworks at from the resort Seeing at night. Seeing the Astro of, moving around yeah. and just the life of the yeah. park. And the boats going back and mm-hmm. forth and all that. Still. Which is, I, again, so that you was know. My, that was my next thought experiment. Yeah. If they were still open, if the resorts were still open, if you could still go to the Grand Floridian or you could still uh-huh. go to the Polynesian, but you couldn't go to the parks and you had your your trip was coming up, mm-hmm. would you just go no. and have a vacation at the res- at no. the resort or would you reschedule? I'd reschedule. Because I've said many times that I could do a vacation. I could have the best vacation of my life. <laughs> At the Polynesian and never go into a park. Now, I love the parks. It would be weird, but there's still enough to do and see and enjoy at the... So when this was happening, that was another thing I was thinking, like... What's the room go for these days? Yeah, well, I wasn't wasn't thinking about going, but I was thinking if if we had our trip scheduled and this happened, would we just... I mean, my, my kids love the Polynesian pool. I mean, they could spend the whole. There I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to spend. Standing in Magic Kingdom, and my nine-year-old is like, "Can we go back and go to the pool?" Yeah. Which you—that's unbelievable. Yeah. Like we're standing in the Magic freaking Kingdom, and you want to go back to the hotel? But that's how cool the hotel is. I would say so, I wouldn't want to spend the money on the room. Yeah. That I would want because I would want to go again with the parks. Yeah. So for me, yeah. Getting no, I get that. Hand sanitizer. Get a little hand sanitizer. But I, this is me. Any, I mean, I know. You're this a is me anyway. Yeah. Do you feel like you are like that the moment has finally arrived for you, or is this no? I just make you crazy. No, no, I'm not like. No, it's not like for me. It's not like an I told you so thing. I'm totally normal. There's I nothing. Wa- <laughs> I wash my hands like seriously, probably like 50 times a day, and you know I'm one of those. I got a little bit of a thing, touch, touch of a OCD, mm-hmm. um, and like that's like from a doctor. Uh, so. No, I don't feel like looking at everybody and going, see, I've had it right all along, but I do feel a little more, like, a little more confident and a little more prepared. And, like, you know, when everybody's like, make sure you're doing this, make sure, I don't have to remind myself to do something different. Yeah. I keep my hands clean constantly anyway. So, interesting that works for me right now. Yeah. Interesting that the this announcement that the hotels are going to close Friday, March 20th, 
and they've officially closed, which the only thing that would be open at today on the 16th, like Disney Springs is still open right now, but it's closing the 17th, which is Tuesday, which means if you are still there Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and you've got to check out on Friday, what are you doing? I mean- Swimming. Are you? Is it open? I'm swimming. Is it warm? Pools are- Polynesian pools heated. They're all heated. I just don't know. Oh, man. I think- And there's shows, and there's character breakfast, there's character- Everything. I just wonder. In the resorts. I know that Disney is famous for. I bet you Disney's rolling out the red carpet to the people that yes. are there right now. And I and and they're famous for rising to these occasions. Mm-hmm. If there is a storm that hits and everyone's mm-hmm. got to hunker down, they they bring the park to yep. you. I bet those people that are there, kind of stuck or just kind of having their vacation, you know, ruined. To a certain degree, to yeah. a large degree. I mean, we're all that the, that we're not. A, we're all having what we're dealing yeah. with right now ruined. So to ha- to have it be at Disney and ruined, yeah. I I feel. Yeah. I'm seeing these stories, and I'm I bet they're not. I mean, it's not making. I'm sure it's not making up for it. You know, but I bet you the pe- I bet Disney. I bet the people at Disney are doing everything they can to make that as enjoyable as possible. The, the seven day forecast in, for Orlando right now is highs in the. Low 80s to mid 80s. So, yeah, you're oh, getting in that pool. That pool's, that pool's ready to go. So is that hot tub. What do you think this is going to do toward... So is that Ohana breakfast. <laughs> Dang. Good stuff. Oh, Never had it. So good. Um, Two bookings later in the year. We don't know. that The parks are closed now through March. Yeah, we, I mean, I we, have we two have vacations no, scheduled this year. We have no, we have no information that has been provided as of this point in time on March 16th. I don't expect them to open at the end of March. Did you hear that they they ended their college program for this this semester? Yeah. This was so sad. So I've I've been reading a lot of stories about this. My daughter who's a sophomore is ready. No, a junior, excuse me, a junior in high school is so Excited and so in to this to the Disney College program. Yeah, when we a, were there last, she was talking to. We met a couple of cast members who were in the program, mm-hmm. who who were exceedingly nice to her for no reason. Did not. I mean, they were working. They did not have to stop and Just talk. Made to an impact on this her. guest. Um, yeah, but they were like they gave her advice. They different. She talked to a couple different people that were. You know, had you know, she could kind of tell they're this person looks really young. They look like they're in college, could be in the program. So we we kind of asked a couple of them, and they took time out and gave her advice, and you know, told her what to expect and kind of how to you know give her gave her some tips on the best way to you know enter the program and get yourself you know in the right you know in the right places that you want to be in. And um, she was super excited about it so i can't imagine if this was happening and it was my and my daughter was i mean they still a couple had years older and was still participating in her first year of the college program around and it was all a half canceled. of it left yeah. and they got told midday that like people were being dismissed early but they're like you need to go and you need to be out of the door they want people out of there by i think the 18th which is wednesday and you gotta you know this is not just a job because it is a job, but it's significantly more than that because 
these people leave their families. They leave your home. It's like going to college. Mm-hmm. It you know that's that's what what they do is they go and they work and they meet. You build a new family there. They have an international college program where people have come from all over the world to work at Disney World, and it's done in a blink of an eye. And you know, there's there's a lot of people talking about who have been there who have said, you know, we see cast members hugging and crying and yeah. leaving and I mean imagine those international kids. Yeah. With with travel being limited as much as it is right now and you have a house but it's a dorm and a Disney property mm-hmm. and you're like you've got 3 days to get home to your family in wherever Hong Kong and you're like <laughs> how in the world am I supposed to get back to Hong Kong? Yeah, they've said there's the possibility that these people don't have homes to go back to. Here's a picture of today Magic Kingdom. From a helicopter. Yeah. Empty. There's a truck. Yeah. Doing something hopefully and real no, important. Well, you know what? There's nobody working on the castle, so that's interesting. There's a, here's a crane. I don't know that that's well, actually being... Right. I don't see anybody working, though. Yeah. That's I don't know. It's crazy. It's so sad. This is a video. It's just empty. I don't know why it's, it's extra sad. Disney World is one of those things for me that when I go, I... It's important to leave knowing that it continues on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and when you come back, it's like you took a minute away. But it, it's more like your your mental presence is kind of always there because that's your happy place. So you go back and you do the real world thing for some amount of time. It could be years for some people. It could be months or whatever. But when you leave and everything continues to buzz, it's like it's always there to go back to if you need mm-hmm. it to. So to mm-hmm. see it to be see it stopped is real eerie. I don't know. You know, I think that when you look at how they handled this in Shanghai or how you handled it, um, how they handled it in other places that they closed because they've closed Paris now. They've closed, um, obviously, Disneyland. I'm trying to think of all the other places that they've closed. Yeah. But with those places opening up again, I think that where we are right now at the point in this curve, what this curve that we continue to talk about, this is just kind of a spooky time because we don't know. Mm-hmm. You'll If you listen to this episode... And it's May. Maybe we are way over panicking. Maybe we are naive. Maybe and we have yeah. no idea what's going to happen. I don't. I think it will be back up and running in a few weeks. I think that because that seemed to be the magic number that worked in places like China and South Korea and other places that have implemented these kinds of things. It's been like two or three weeks. The curve has been flattened, as they say. <laughs> And they're able to start. They're they're kind of on the backside of it and able to get going again. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hold out hope and uh, confidence that yeah. after a few weeks and there's and there's also gonna be there's after three weeks of everybody being cooped. Forget about Disney World. Attitudes are gonna change. Yeah, people. The the movies are closed. The bowling alleys are closed. Schools. The bars are closed. The restaurants are closed. The schools are closed. You can't. There's not. You can't get out and do anything. You can't get out and you can't take a night off and go. I'm going to take my family. Well, let's at least take the family out to dinner. Can't do it. Let's take the family out to the movies. Can't do it. Let's have a family bowling night. Can't do it. Uh, you know, um, I'm out of work and so are my buddies. Um, let's get together and, and have a few drinks. Can't do it. Right now, everybody's okay with it. Everybody's on board. But assuming we track the same way we're tracking and we seem to have a handle on this, 
Now, if there's obviously if there's some massive outbreak, then that changes everything. But assuming that doesn't happen, we haven't seen that happen in other parts of the world. And if it doesn't, if people, it, but the, it, I mean, it has happened. Public, but if it doesn't happen here, right? That doesn't imply, in my opinion, immediately that there's a hysteria taking place right now. It might not happen. Right. Because of what we're doing right, right now. Exactly. But I'm saying in three weeks, I think the people, a lot of the people that right now are completely on board with let's do the right thing and let's shut things down. If three weeks go by and there's not this big outbreak and there's not, num- you know, numbers aren't going through the roof and, and, you know, all that, I think the public outcry is going to shift from, you know, let's let's shut down and do the right thing to, okay, we did it. Let's get let's let's get society going again. Yeah, and I and think that, you'll see that and I think pressure that w- to that, get things moving. But I don't know that the pressure that would come from that would be directly related to people just feeling cooped up. I think it will be where does that pressure intersect with where we are on the curve? Right. So if we are coming down from it, if we have successfully handled it, even though it's going to, it's I mean, it's already at at the point now where. It's serious. I mean, it's we're still behind the curve. We're still going to go into the point where this continues to spread, and we're going to have to continue to handle this in the hospitals. Hopefully, do not get overflowed. But if we're coming down from that, that and people start saying, "All right, we need to go have a two for twenty at Applebee's right now," <laughs> it needs to happen. Then <laughs> I think that will, that will. So before we wrap up here. Mm-hmm. Let's quickly shoot through some places. If you need your Disney World fix hmm. and you can't go, I already mentioned Disney Food Blog, YouTube. Oh. I, we, you and I both love YouTube. We didn't talk about this. We watched it all. We watched it probably four times this weekend. They put Frozen 2 yes. on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, that is a huge deal. They released Frozen 2 way early. Then I mean, that wasn't- Three the, months early? Yeah. Like it was June or something yeah. that was supposed to come way out? Way early. Released Frozen 2 on Disney+. Plus. I think so also- families could have it. The and Rise of Skywalker is going to be times. released significantly earlier to rent. I don't oh. think it's going to be on Disney+. Plus. I would think that they would just uh, destroy that movie if they were trying to make people happy. So I've heard from you. <laughs> I, have not, I have not seen it. But if you're into it, if you haven't seen it, yeah. it might be a good five bucks that you spend renting it. But yeah, it. man, Frozen 2 on Disney+. Plus. We had was great. We purchased my, it on Prime my kids loved it. when it came out, so we've been watching it a little bit. But now that it's on Disney+, Plus, I have it on my phone, so I've yeah. downloaded it on my phone. So that's something you can do to pass the time. I YouTube videos or YouTube channels that I watch, I certainly watch. Basically, if it goes up on Disney Food Blog on YouTube, I watch it. Yep. Some of them I prioritize to watch over other things. Some I'm like, oh, that'll be good for a day when I'm killing time or on the treadmill, which is when I usually watch them. Uh, the Tim Tracker certainly is something that I have watched quite a bit. It'll be interesting to see how they shift because they do a lot of in-park uh, videos what, any other ones that you watch specifically? Uh, Disney food blog is my go-to, like everybody else's and like yours should be. And then there's I, – I need to look it up because I don't want to get it wrong. I think it's TMP Productions mm-hmm. is uh, – TMP Vids? TMP Vids. That's or something it. like that videos. That's it. And yep. they have TMP a lot of vids. like attraction videos. Yeah. They have a can... lot of Disney – they have a lot of Disney And stuff. other videos. Yeah. So if you are yeah. interested in Universal stuff or if you're interested yeah. – I mean I think I watched – is it Millennium some... Force at Cedar Point or something that I rode when I was in high school on a high school trip or something like that? And I thought I was big and bad. And then I mm. saw a video of it. Kids were talking about roller coasters. And I watched that and I'm like, I don't think I'd do that now. 
But it was at the time it was like supposed to be the tallest drop that existed, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll totally do that." Thirty-five <laughs> year old lady is like, "I don't think I need to do that." Um, no, no, Tony ever did that. No, no, that was never for me. All you got to do That's is talk. That's the part that I hate is all, the drop. All, I don't mind roller coasters go upside down. I don't like the drops. I actually am better with the drops than uh, the upside yeah, down. I'm opposite. I, I don't mind. All you got to do is is psych yourself up to get in, and once you're in, you can't get out. I mean, that's a fact. God willing, you don't want to. <laughs> I, that's a fact. If you have the feeling getting onto a roller coaster, like I don't know if I should be doing this. Why did I talk? Why did I? That's when you know it's gonna be fun. Yeah, that's what I. That's how I feel on Slinky Dog Dash. Okay, <laughs> so I don't need to be doing the. Did, you did it right, Slinky. Yeah, yeah. How's how'd the picture? How'd the photo pass picture turn out? Did you look terrified? Did I? Did I show you my own picture? I don't know. I I can't remember. I want to see your face on Slinky Dog. Yeah, I can't remember. Are I can't you crying? Remember what the. I can't remember what the that picture was, the one that was taken by the roller coaster, but I can show you what I can show you what my I took my own pic. We took our own selfie, my daughter and I, <laughs> on Slinky Dog, and let's see it. You look oh, you put that up on maybe Twitter or something like that. I think I remember seeing that. You look very <laughs> concerned, and your daughter looks appropriately <laughs> joyful. Will you go on it again? Yeah. Yes, you will, because you're my, a good dad. Only if, yeah, I was just gonna say, only if one of my kids wants. This to James, did James write it? Was he big enough? No, he didn't write this one. He didn't write this one. Why? Slinky Dog Dash is the one and only ride that we ever did uh, rider swap on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need to. We haven't done that much. You need to employ that a little bit more. Yeah. Or just put James on the ride. It was He's me. ready. I was the rider. It, it <laughs> was my older daughter that got to go. That got to go twice. Yeah. Pretty basically back to back. Uh huh. And um, man, I was. It was once with my wife and my mom, and then I rider swapped and went the second time. Totally worth it. I'm trying to think of anything else. I, I I want you to check out Disney Imagineering, the Disney Imagineering story on Disney Plus. If you haven't watched that, have you seen that? Do you have Disney Plus? Mm-mm. Oh yeah, I have Disney Plus. I have not seen that. Watch it. Okay. Oh my gosh, it's like six episodes. Maybe they're they're like maybe an hour and a half or something. But when you want you want to talk about background. Mm-hmm. Of the Walt Disney Company, oh. that's where it's at, and that's what this episode, that's what this podcast it's is normally usually... supposed to be. No, yeah. you, you definitely. If this is need your to... first episode of this podcast. This is not. D- this, this is, is not very usual. different, way different than the normal podcast. We are usually we will, talking about those secrets. We will and go back, back to that stories. Oh, of course, yes. So can't yeah, wait to get back to that. Um, no joke. People need it. I think people need things like this. Obviously, subscribe to the Pixie Dust podcast. Um, but you can. Uh, I like the Diz. Uh, I'm going to try to connect with some of the people who do these blogs and, and podcasts and all that stuff and maybe add an episode to this this podcast whenever I can get them in and, and talk to them about what they are doing with, with their entities and promote their entities. But Pete Warner creates created this pretty big empire of Disney information and travel, and it's called the Diz. And he is... Much more like I, I think that is definitely like adult to adult conversation about Disney World, and he's very straightforward and honest about how he feels about things. If he thinks something could be better, he tells you. If he raves about something, you know that he considers it to be very good. Uh, so the Diz is definitely something that I would encourage people to check out. A lot of message boards and stuff there too. But yeah, Frozen Two, you can stream that at Disney Plus right now. Mm-hmm. And oh, I will add this too. Go get Google the chronological order of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. If you've never, if you're a Disney person, but you've never really jumped on the Marvel train, that was me this time last year. 
and we were we decided because we did the Star Wars run the year before we went to mm-hmm. Disney. That was the first time. Then last time before we went to Disney, we did the Marvel run, and I think there were like twenty three movies. Yeah, that'll get you through. Yeah, social distancing, distancing pandemic, probably just fine. But start at the very beginning. Do it in the chronological order of the timeline, as opposed to yeah. when they were released. The, yeah, do it in the timeline order, not in the order. Of and you haven't watched them all, right? Because you were releases. real into the comics. Yeah, I wasn't. It's the Infinity Gauntlet comics specifically, the Thanos. Co- I mean, like, yeah, that I was, was big it. into that stuff. But and have you seen all the movies? I've not seen all the movies, Maybe but I've you seen a lot it. of them. I think we'll probably reboot and I like that. Them. Yeah, I think they're fantastic, and they're. I you know I have a three year old, I have a seven year old, and I have a ten year old. And then my husband and I, we can all watch them, mm-hmm. and we are all entertained. Mm-hmm. It's v- very rare where you can put on, where you can put on a movie and and have everybody be fully entertained by it. Is that? I guess they're working in the kitchen. I don't know if they can hear that. Right. The, I don't know if you guys can hear that or not. But uh, somebody's sawing something. Yeah. Either that or coronavirus is here. Yeah, there's it. And it sounds like a saw. <laughs> somebody's cutting down a tree in the next room. I think. Oh, all right. Well, let's or maybe wrap this up. Drying their clothes. Make sure you subscribe to the Pixie Dust Podcast. If you are somebody who is going to be looking for things to uh, pass the time, I would encourage you to go check out the prior episodes of the Pixie Dust Podcast. Certainly mm-hmm. the other episodes that I do weekly with Erica Murphy. She is a Disney travel agent. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, and she I usually ask her to correct me, but she... She's a travel agent who specializes, specializes in, in Disney. I think that's the correct legal term, yeah. but yeah. she's with Magic Expeditions. You can find her on Facebook uh, Erica Murphy, Erica with a K, E R I K A, Erica Murphy at Magic Expeditions. I'm getting worried on Facebook about your trip. No, about whatever the whatever's going. <laughs> take cover. Is. Time to take cover. Um, <laughs> and you can also email her directly. It's Erica at Magic She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I promise you'll be very very grateful that uh, you did. And also, I'll tell you what. More than ever. In, in everything that's going on right now with people who had trips booked at Disney and are trying to scramble and figure out what's going on, if you booked with an agent, you are way, way, way ahead of the game. Yeah, because they will deal with all of that headache for you. Yes. They will help you get your – I mean, it's it's tough. It's it's very, very tough, and it stinks. But but the the one good another good thing about Disney is is you you can reschedule mm-hmm. you can reschedule pretty much what is it I mean you it's pretty close to the last minute you can still reschedule your I think trip. after thirty days your money is not refundable anymore but especially with something like this the flexibility yeah. that Disney's having is pretty significant so, and and having Erica work with you yeah having somebody help you with all that rescheduling wow. and working it's oh my gosh I can't even imagine if all the phone calls and all the you know sitting on hold and looking at calendars and figuring out dates and all of that to have somebody doing that all for you and working uh, peace with of you mind, which is priceless. For, and and it's and it doesn't cost you anything. Yeah, it, so very very important point. You work with free. a Disney travel agent, uh, you are not going to pay them anything. They yeah. they they get a cut out of what what you purchase, but yeah. they don't make anything extra on you. Right. Erica at magicexpeditions.com, E-R-I-K-A. All right, let's wrap this up, and next week let's uh, have something positive to talk about. I hope so. Things change so fast. Yeah. It's it's so impossible to even know what next week will bring. Hopefully it'll be very positive news. Yeah. All right, thanks for listening to Main Street Crowd with uh, Tony Colombo and Annie Fry. We'll see you next week.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.